Welcome to the Fruitful Faith Women on Mission podcast. This podcast is created for purpose-driven women just like you who crave more. On the Fruitful Faith podcast, you can expect Christ-centered conversations that will help you to cultivate a life that you and He love. We'll be talking about topics that matter, topics that impact your everyday life. We'll talk about anything from how to transition with grace, to what to do when you're overwhelmed, to how to be content and joyful right where God's got you. It's going to be good. Let's dive on in. Well, hey, friend, and welcome back to the Fruitful Faith Women on Mission podcast. I'm Alexandra Cavill. I'm a certified professional life coach for Christian women and the founder of Grace Face Christian Coaching. So we're here again today as part of the goal setting series. This is our second to last topic in the series. I can't believe it. And we're going to be talking about the topic of finance. So I know that this is a topic that a lot of my clients are actually interested in. And so I thought you might be too and wanted to make sure to incorporate it into this goal setting series to just make it as holistic and comprehensive as possible. Um, money is something that might not be talked about a whole lot, but it's important, right? It's important. It's part of our everyday lives. And the Bible has a lot to say about it. So kind of going in that direction, maybe you've noticed it before, maybe not, but the but money is mentioned hundreds of times in the Bible. And in fact, it is the second most mentioned topic, um, and that's after the kingdom of God. And even further, Jesus talks more about money than heaven and hell combined. And apparently, um, through some research, found that he even speaks more about money than he does about love. So it is important. God cares about it. God, Jesus cares about it. And so I would say that's important for us to care about it too. So two scriptures actually that stand out to me um, that I think about when I think about finances. I mean, there are many, obviously, um, but a couple that might speak to you too. And so one is to whom much is given much will be required. And that's Luke 12, 48. And then the other one, it's Matthew 6, 21. And that says, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So that kind of sets us up for today, guys. Um, We're going to, as per usual, go through a couple of coaching questions regarding money. Um, And then, so grab a pen and paper if you haven't already, if you want to jot these down and process through them together. And then I'll share some of um, personal highlights of what I've done in regards to finances and then what's kind of on the docket for right now too, just in hopes of inspiring you or maybe getting you thinking about things that you might not have been otherwise. So to start off, the first question for you is, so as you think about finances, what's a word or phrase you would use to describe your relationship with money? So think about that for a moment. What word or phrase would you use to describe your relationship with money? And then for right now, would you say that relationship, is it better than normal? You know, is it so-so? Are you not in such a great place with that? So take some time to think about that. Would you rate yourself as below average, um, average or above average in your relationship with money? And then consider what is an area where you are just really struggling in regards to finances? What is that? You know, maybe for you, it's going out to eat. Or if you're listening to this um, soon after it goes live, maybe it's getting takeout since we can't go out to eat. Um, Maybe it's online shopping 
perhaps buying new clothes, um, makeup, whatever it is, that that is a real struggle. You know, what is it for you? Where where's your pain point? What seems to consistently throw you off? And then think, where would you like to start first with making a change? You know, perhaps it's the area that regularly trips you up, maybe what you had just written down, or maybe it's a a different area. Maybe it's something else. So a couple ideas, you know, perhaps you want to, if when you're in the office, um, you treat yourself to lunch every day, maybe that's something you feel convicted to stop and consider where else could that money go. Um, Maybe you want to enact a spending freeze for a month. Maybe that's something that's kind of always been in the back of your mind, but just hasn't happened yet. And another perspective to kind of think through, um, this is helpful when approaching all sorts of goals really, is what you, you might want to either approach it from what might make a big impact and kind of go about it that way, or what might be a great place to start that might be small or simple, but could bring you success and would give you the momentum and encouragement that you need to keep moving forward. Um, so we'll talk about this a little bit later, but you know, Dave Ramsey's snowball method that kind of has this impact, right? That kind of has this idea that when you start paying off those smaller debts and then you go to the larger and larger, it's just little, little initial progress can be helpful from the get-go. So, you know, how do you want to approach things? Do you want to, you know, just start big and and make a change in a big way? Or do you want to start somewhere small? And then how would you like to be more generous in your giving? So, you know, part of the money relationship is with internally and with, with you and God, but then part of it is, you know, giving. It's external, you know, so how how might you like to be more generous in that? You know, what's a cause that you're passionate about? Um, what burden has God placed on your heart? So really think about that um, and take some time to consider where's that fire and how can you connect with that in a bigger way, perhaps not only with your time and talent, um, but with your treasure, your finances too. And for some scripture support there, um, Acts 20, 35 comes to mind and it speaks to the fact that it really is better to give than to receive. And my encouragement for you is to, you know, trust God, trust God in this area. Um, even when it feels not doable, even when it maybe feels unsurmountable, you know, just consider how you can surrender, how you can open up your heart, your mind, and really lean in to trust him. Um, the richness, um, I think that word really fits here, that you're going to receive um, from, from giving will be invaluable, invaluable. Okay, so as mentioned, we'll cover a couple of thoughts um, on some really practical things. You know, what are some things that I've done in, in regards to finances in the past that might help you too? Um, my husband and I have had quite a journey and have grown um, praise God, all, all thanks be to God in a big way here in the past several years. Um, and then kind of some things that I'm at where I'm at now. And if you want to borrow some of these for yourself, you know, feel free be encouraged and, you know, find hope that there is so much possibility and growth in this area that's available. So for us, Uh, A big part of our financial journey started as we enrolled in Financial Peace University, so FPU with Dave Ramsey, that that program that I had just spoken about. Uh, In complete transparency, initially, I had bought it uh, online, hoping to do the course online, wanted to make it easy. The thought of going into a classroom just 
didn't seem um, realistic with a lot of things already on our plates. So bought that and didn't really do it. We only did one module. Um, and then that was essentially it. When I went back to login again, the course access was revoked. So oh, I don't know if they still do that, but just know that if that's, um, something that you're considering or trying. And so for us, it worked best to go in person to have that extra layer of accountability and interaction um, with others. And so really the the FBU program helps you to get control of your finances and your lifestyle, Um, gives you really practical and specific tools on how to do it. And it has a faith-based kind of underlying portion of it would highly, highly recommend. Definitely worth the investment, both from a time and financial perspective. So really doing that was so powerful because it just set the groundwork for me to take the leap to leave a really well-paying corporate job um, and and to run Grace-Based Christian Coaching, run a brand new business um, full-time. So forever thankful for that. We part of the biggest takeaways I would say that we had got from FPU was the idea of burn money. Um, so for us, that we use burn money, if you will. So um, I guess how I would explain it is that kind of extra money. So if you want to, you know, grab a bite out to eat, um, go out with friends, um, buy a super cute, you know, notebook that you saw at home goods, whatever it be. My husband has a certain amount and then I do too. So we know what we have each month and we can sort of start to manage our habits around that. Um, and then we also started to use cash for groceries and that is huge. You know, you think, and you are, you know, buying groceries tends to be much more um, savings conscious than it does going out to eat, but actually having a budget for what you're going to spend each week or something that you're aiming for over the entire month was so big. Um, So getting cash out for that burn money uh, and for grocery trips, it might not always be convenient, but it is a game changer. So Financial Peace University, that's kind of where things started for us. Maybe you too. The next one is a monthly budget review. So again, something common through FPU, but something we had started doing that is transformational. So we would review, you know, sometimes we went over the burn money, you know, sometimes in addition to the cash, we would charge things on the card here and there. Um, Sometimes the grocery budget would go over. Sometimes we, we would go through at the beginning before every month started, what, what are going to be our regular, um, expenses and then what are some things happening this month that we'll need to account for and then see did did we meet that and especially you know if you have a spouse um, if you're not married perhaps doing this with a friend or family member could be helpful for that extra layer of accountability but to be able to go through that um, and have someone to say like oh you know I, I actually did not meet that this month um, and we would even say okay you know if you went over by twenty dollars your burn money amount next month is, is going to be less you know they're, they're consequences. Um, And so if you want to get really serious, that is a really powerful thing to do. Monthly budget review, looking backwards, and then looking towards the future to what's to come and assessing, did you actually do it? Another tool that was transformational is a book. It's called He Spends, She Spends. So Dave Ramsey, FPU is sort of the um, how, and then this He Spends, She Spends, it's a book and a um, 
kind of like a study guide. That's sort of more of the heart, the why behind what you do. So my husband and I led this for a Sunday school course, um, Sunday school class that we were a part of. And it's one of the best things we've ever done together. The conversation that has come out of that text um, and that workbook and the things that we had to personally dig deep in with our hearts and then come together as a couple, oh, I, I would highly, highly recommend it. It was really powerful for us. And, and you know, to sometimes you've maybe have heard that the best way to really know something is to teach it. And so that really took it to a whole other level. So another resource, he spends, she spends. Um, another book it's, I personally haven't read it. My husband did. This is something where things really changed in a big way after he read this book it was called God and money. Um, so at a high level, there is, if you're a reader, go for it. I think it's one of his favorite books of all time. Um, but if you have, are like me and you might have a stack of others that you're hoping to get to, too. what we did together is tune into the Bible project. There's a podcast on this. Um, so if you want to kind of get an idea of what to expect, definitely check out that podcast through the Bible project on God and money. Um, so at a super high level, it was two, uh, Harvard professor, two Harvard students. Um, they were, I believe they were, it's been a few years. I think they were businessmen. Um, and they took this course through Harvard divinity on God and money, and it just wrecked them in the best way. So if you want to be shaken up in the best way, great book. Okay. Another one is tithing. Um, so tithing has been huge. So as you hear me say that, I'm going to be completely transparent that that is not something that, um, unfortunately I had done my entire adult life. It's something that we began to enact several years ago and just haven't looked back. And I'm so thankful for what God did in our hearts that that became a commitment for us. Um, and it actually, I was just talking to my husband about this, that, when you tie that it might feel uncomfortable and scary at first, that was definitely um, emotions that we had gone through, but we found it was, it's been one of the absolute biggest blessings in our relationship with God and our marriage that we've experienced. And um, once you start to do it, it actually helps you to be more disciplined too in other areas of your life. And after we began doing that regularly, we actually have started to save more too than ever before. Um, so, so many, I feel like I could do a whole separate podcast on this. So many benefits that come out of that. And you just really do appreciate what you do have, um, on a whole other level too. So, and when we think of tithing, the Bible actually says, test me in regards to this. Um, it, Malachi three ten it says, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. Test me in this as a Lord almighty and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be enough room to store it. And from my own personal experience and testimony, I cannot say enough about how true that is. Um, and I hope that you get to experience that same thing. It's powerful. Um, so powerful. And then even thinking what's generous giving, you know, once you kind of got the tie thing down, how can you give generously beyond that? Um, Again, I, I don't want to go into details too much personally of what that's looked like for my husband and I, um, but it's just, again, it, it's been one of the best things we've done um, and would highly encourage you to, to take the risk if you haven't already. And then giving through Grace Space. Um, so it's been just such a delight to partner with a couple of local organizations and be able to give um, 
to them through part of the proceeds of grace-based Christian coaching. So that's essentially some of the big things um, in my personal finance journey that have happened and would recommend and would highlight um, if finances are something that you're really curious about and you'd like to see some progress into. And then you know, what's on my radar now, you know, what's next. And so two things, one is kind of from a specific standpoint, if you want to know that, and then maybe another's from a mindset. Um, I would kind of like with everything, you know, both of those are really important. What are you actually going to do and get clarity on? And then what beliefs um, or thought processes are you trying to change to? So from a specific standpoint, um, one thing that I'm working to, my husband and I get even better on, are, you know, yes, you want to save a certain maybe amount or percentage, but getting really clear on what exactly those savings are for. Um, so I would say specificity is key. Um, so maybe if it's saving, um, you know, for a certain goal that you have together or for, um, you know, what whatever it is, just getting really specific around what all of those different areas are for is going to make it more real for you. And then another one is like I had mentioned, we'll do the monthly budget for our um, family, but I'm working to do this more regularly for the business. And so that's something on my radar. And then another from the mindset kind of perspective, something that an area that I'm looking to continue to stretch is just belief and dreaming big, like dreaming so big with God. Um, and just remembering that, that dreaming big with him, partnering in a big way with him, that allows you to give big, to live generously. Um, and so continuing to grow that relationship, um, I'm looking forward to doing that and kind of seeing what comes from it. So a couple other things, and then we'll close. Is in the God in the He Spends She Spends study. One of the things um, that came up, which by the way, um, fun fact: the author lives in Charlotte, North Carolina, where I am, um, and he was so kind to come to our Sunday school class um, to do a, a class leading us through a Q and A with certain things and kind of help teach here and there. And when he was with us, um, I, one of the things I remember he had mentioned, he had said was the question, um, can you give 20% of what you make? And maybe when you hear that, most people say, no, you know, 20%, that, that feels like a lot. I, I don't think I can give that. But then if you're asked that same question, but in a different way, can you, if you were asked to live off 80% of your income, could you do that? And most people say, well, yeah. I could live off 80%. And it's the same thing, said in a different way. And I, for me, when I heard that, it was just so challenging, but in the best way, um, and just helped me to think differently on generosity limits. Like, what could that look like? What is really needed? Um, and just getting curious and, and start to see where that leads. And really, it, it kind of helps. And the one other thing from a mindset perspective is really leaning into the I was going to say the idea that it's really the reality that everything that I have and you have, you know, it's, it's not ours, it's his and we're managing it. And so to just live with even more open hands, you are truly managing and stewarding blessings um, that he's temporarily given you. So there you go. The topic of finances, There's so much goodness to talk in, just so much potential and possibility, um, and there's just really uh, a, 
a lot um, that can change in your heart, your relationship with others, and your relationship with the Lord um, when we spend time here. And I just hope that you see the sweetest transformation in this area for you and your family. So as we ramp down today, maybe consider what's one thing in this conversation that really stood out to you that just kind of stopped you or took your breath away or made you think like, whoa. So think about that and then maybe think about what is one thing that you would like to commit to that you want to try, you want to share with someone else, um, and you're ready to see change in, in regards to your life and finances. So there you go. I hope this has been a blessing to you. I would love to hear what especially stood out from this conversation. As always, feel free to um, reach out through Instagram. I'm at Grace Space Christian Coaching. Would love to hang out over there um, and just send me a DM. Um, I'd love to connect, continue any of these conversations with you further um, and cannot wait for next time. We'll be talking about the topic of fitness. All right. Talk again soon. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Fruitful Faith Women on Mission podcast. If you love this episode, I would love for you to subscribe. New episodes will automatically show up on your phone when you subscribe. It's super convenient and you'll make sure you never miss a thing. So excited to share more with you soon.